Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neelink United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And there's a word for us this day that can help us throughout our life journey, even over to eternity. And as we celebrate life today and the spirit of holiness and how Jesus sanctified us, by his work on the cross. We can't help but celebrate and just tell God, thank you for the gift that he's given us. Because our God is a holy God and he demands holiness. So when God looks at us, he sees the beautiness of our holiness through Jesus Christ. The beauty of our blessedness that we have through Jesus Christ. In John's Gospel, the 17th chapter, starting with the 17th verse, the Bible tells us that sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so I have also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through faith. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through thy word. So Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross the next day. He's headed to the Garden of Gethsemane and he prays for those who will believe that we be sanctified. That's why Jesus came, that no longer we will be looked upon as sinners, but what he was getting ready to do was gonna sanctify us forever and let us have a chance to walk in the presence of God. I don't care how hard life can get, what you may have done in your past, where you may be in your walk with God right now, but I'm here today to tell you that God has sent his son, Jesus Christ, into this world to sanctify you to be able to go back into the Father's presence. And the Bible tells us that God sanctified his son. And by the son being sanctified, he also sanctified us because he's sanctified. So it's the Father that started the sanctification by sanctifying Jesus to come into this world and to do the will of God, his Father. And by him doing his Father's will, we are now sanctified through Jesus Christ. Jesus has sanctified us now to go into the world. And in verse number 19 and 18 of John 17, the Bible tells us that while Jesus was praying for us, he said, Thou hast sent me into the world, talking to his Father, even also have I sent them into the world. So Jesus has sent us out into the world the same way he was sent by the Father to come into this world 
and to die on the cross and change mankind forever, we have been commissioned to go out and do the same. There are three facts about sanctification. The three facts are that the father chose his son. Then second, he set him apart. The third thing, it was to fulfill a task that God had decided. That's what we have to do with our lives. We have to let God the Father choose our destiny. Then he'll set us apart. And then he'll give us the power to fulfill that task. Sanctification can be looked upon according to John 17 and 4. It says to do the will of God. Second, to reveal God. Third, to glorify God. So when we decide to live a sanctified life, separated from the world, we decide, just like Jesus Christ did, to do the will of God, that's first. We have to find out his will for our life. And when our will lines up with God's will, we're on the first step of fulfilling the very best life that God wants for us. To do the will of God. He chose us for a time like this. He chose you for a specific task. You have to decide that you want to do God's will in your life. The second thing is you have to decide that while you're doing God's will, along the way you need to reveal God to other people. Jesus showed us how as he was on his mission to do God's will, he healed broken limbs, he fed 5,000, he healed the sick, showed us how to pray and did all those things that God showed us through him. As you're going through your life journey, you need to reveal God to somebody. If it's just a simple smile on your face to let somebody know that Jesus is alive, then you need to smile like God has given it to you. Whatever gift, whatever God has called you to do, do it to the best of your ability to show forth the glory of Almighty God. For he can get the praise and be revealed by your work, revealed by your actions. Let him use your hands. Let him use your feet. Let him use your voice to fulfill his mission. The third thing, we have to glorify God. Give him the glory. Wherever you may end up, whatever you do, you're not doing it on your own. God has made a way for you. All he wants to do for you to reveal it to someone else and then to give him the glory. Everywhere Jesus went, he gave God, his father, the glory. He was on a mission. He was revealing God to others and he gave God the glory and the honor for everything that he did. That's what you call a sanctified life. 
a life that's honoring God. Beautiful in his sight. There are seven things that God has given us to help us live a sanctified life, to help us do his will, to reveal him to others, and to glorify him. The first thing is he gave us Jesus Christ. That gives us our strength to overcome sin, gives us our strength to love our neighbor, gives us our strength that we are no longer bound to the sin nature. The second thing he gave us was the cross. Jesus sacrificed himself because the penalty of a sin was death. So we have a right to the tree of life. We are free because the Son has set us free. We're able to work for God, to please God, to show God to others because of the cross. The third thing is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is that the God has need us while we are on this road of sanctifying and sanctification. While we're on this road of overcoming sin to be standing in God's presence one day. The Holy Spirit is there to help us. He guides and comforts us, talks to us, and sticks with us like no other. The fourth thing is the Word of God. The Word of God is there to enlighten you, to help you, to realize what God has done in the past. He'll do the same thing for others. For what He's done for you, He'll do for someone else too. And no matter what, the devil may do, God will win. That's what the Bible lets us know. In the Old Testament, Jesus is concealed, but in the New Testament, he's revealed. And in Revelation, he's triumphant in victory. The fifth thing is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus helps us live a sanctified life because it helps us Go into the presence of Almighty God. For the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And if there had been no remission of sin, we could not go into the presence of a holy God. God is holy and he demands holiness from his children. A father who loves his children, when they get grown and they get ready to leave the house, the father say. Now you carrying my last name. Don't make me look bad. Don't do nothing that I have not told you to do. Oh, our Father in heaven has nurtured us and given us a right to the tree of life. And he's saying right now, don't make me look bad. You carry my last name. I've sent my son to die for you. Do what I tell you to do. But you have to read God's word in order to understand his will for your life and what he wants you to do with your life. And the blood of Jesus can cover a multitude of sin. The sixth thing is faith. Your faith can encourage you. Your faith can sustain you. Your faith can give you hope in the midst of trouble. When you have faith in Jesus Christ, you know 
what he can do. And you believe, and there's no shadow of a doubt in your mind, what God can do for you in your life. Hold on to your faith. Don't let the devil shake your faith and take it away from you and cause you to question God's actions. The last things is number seven, and that's your works. When you help others, it does something on the inside that helps you feel the presence of God in your midst. When you live holy and pray and fast, it brings a closeness to God. You realize that he's right there with you. So God has given all these gifts to help us live holy and lives that will be benefiting all mankind. He gave us his son, Jesus Christ. He gave us the cross, the Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus, the word of God, faith, and our works. So the Holy Spirit is there to draw us and separate us and reveal to us the things of God. So let him work on you for you can love your neighbor. Let him work on you. What would Jesus tell you if he walked with you as you walk around your job or in your church or in your community or in the house? What would the conversation be like? What would he say after he talks to you about you? Well, I'm here today to let you know that God loves you. If you don't know him right now, take time to get to know him. I'm going to say a prayer right now. You believe by faith. I want you to say that prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, forgive me. I repent of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I repent of everything I did wrong, knowing and unknowing. I believe he gave the Lord's Supper. I believe he went to the cross and died for my sins the next day. I believe he went to a borrowed tomb. But early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand, I believe. Let me be pardoned of the holy family of God to live forever in the name of Jesus Christ I pray amen 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 we love you at Neely we're praying for you we want you to have the best life that you can have and remember keep a smile on your face for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way be blessed